You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are back on the practice field on Wednesday as they prepare for Sunday night football against the Las Vegas Raiders. We heard from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, tackle Orlando Brown Jr., and defensive tackle Derek Nottie. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Patrick Mahomes. Then we'll take a quick timeout. When you get back, you'll hear from Orlando Brown Jr. and Derek Nottie. Here's Andy Reid. Uh, Chris Jones and Dorian O'Daniel have been... Um, excused for the day uh, for personal reasons. Um, the, and then you know about Yang with the uh, ribs and Rimmers with the knee. Those, those two won't practice. Uh, the new one would be Sneed. He's got just his ankles bothering him. And so um, we're going to put him down for today, but he'll, he'll, be, he'll be back here. Um, other than that, listen, we look forward to the challenge of playing the Raiders. Um, we know things didn't go their way this past weekend, but the two weekends before that, <clears throat> you know, against Denver and Philly, they, they racked up a lot of points and didn't give up very many. And so we know what kind of football team they are. And we've got to have a good week of practice starting today. And, um, you know, that's that's where we're at. So, um, and it's, listen, it's the Raiders. We we know how that how that goes. Um, all right, with that time, Jerry. Well, there's a lot of reports this morning. <clears throat> about a potential interest from the Chiefs of Odell Beckham, and he's supposedly narrowed the choices down with the Chiefs being among them. Two-part question here. How much validity is there to the Chiefs' interest in him? And then the second, uh, what do you think he would bring to this team? Yeah, um, that's Veach's area, and he looks at everybody. I mean, you guys know how he does. Um, I've been in a bunker trying to get my, my work done. So I don't know. I haven't really talked to him about that. So, um, you know, I mean, that's where we're at. I, I don't know much. I don't have a whole lot to give you, Herbie. Um, but I know he looks He looks at everybody. So, <clears throat> at Herbie's point, uh, in the past, the Chiefs, most, most of the time when guys come here, they on the tail end of, of their career <clears throat> now. The past few years, you guys have been linked to some of the top names and it's free agents. Why, 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 why are you guys, uh, you know, over the other team? I don't know that. I mean, but, um, I, I mean, it's, uh, listen, we've been doing okay, right? Uh, it's a great city, um, great venue to play here. I, I just, uh, I mean, if you're a player in this league, that's, uh, I would think it's a pretty good situation. You get some young players that are pretty good on the team, and, you know, that's, I mean, I'm just trying to give you thoughts on Not that you don't know. So it's, uh, uh, but I know we do get linked to them. I, I, you guys know Brett. And so Brett's always going to keep his eyes and ears open. And that's how he does. And and so you're going to get tied in with certain guys, right or wrong. You're going to get tied in with certain guys. And 
Um, uh, but that's that's healthy too. That's what you want. You don't want to have a guy that's sitting around not not doing that stuff. So. But last year, uh, when you all faced uh, the Raiders in Vegas, there were no fans there. This year, of course, a lot of Chiefs fans are looking to make that travel. You talked about Green Bay bringing their fans out here, Chiefs fans going up there. How important will it be for this team, especially knowing the offensive struggles you may have had the last couple of weeks and you know what the Raiders have been going through last week, that you all can, that the fan aspect of being at that game will help the Chiefs overcome the Raiders? Yeah, so listen, our fans travel well, and, you know, they're, Las Vegas is a popular place to go. I know that. So I would anticipate that there be a lot of fans, and we appreciate every one of them. You know, um, uh, they've been in some of our away games here, and, <clears throat> you know, they they do a great job. So, um, And that's a that's a nice venue. There's a brand-new stadium, a year old, and, um, you know, I'm sure a lot of people want to see it. Coach, you mentioned uh, – you know, Brett's always looking. You'd always like to get better. But as it stands right now, injuries aside, if someone health-wise, skill position-wise, do you feel like you have enough to, to get where you want to go on offense right now or do you maybe need a confusion? Yeah, so listen, we've got good players here. Um, so, you know, but you, you've got to, in this business, you always have to keep your eyes open. And I'm partial. I mean, I think he does it as well or better than anybody. So I, um, I, I think that's healthy. And it doesn't mean that guys are coming here, but you know you, you got you got to look. I mean, you have to you have to look at these things. Andy, the, the amount of zone defenses that you guys are seeing on, on the underneath stuff, um, I think this is kind of an educational question. But I guess whose responsibility is it to, to find the opening within some of those coverages? Um, well, I. I I mean, play. I guess what I'm asking is, is it a play call that the two guys are trying to find? Is it the quarterback and receiver being on the same page? Because Patrick mentioned a few weeks ago that there's options that the receiver had, and they both kind of have to, to see it the same way. Yeah, so I, I always tell you that I, mean, I can do a better job with that. And um, uh, normally when it's a good call, good things happen. So, um, you know, that's what I tell you. Yeah. Uh, are you done? Sorry. I'm done. I've seen it like, uh, you know, no two seasons are the same and all that stuff. But if you win, you have the same record that you did two years ago. We know how that went. Is that a point of reference for you directly, indirectly? Is that something you assume you guys know and understand? Or? Yeah. Um, not. I wouldn't say specifically bringing that part up. I mean, I understand that. But you spend... You spend so much time focusing on getting yourself ready to play. Um, th- those things don't necessarily have an impact. Uh, you know, it does in the big picture, but w- when you're getting ready to play a good football team, it's not you want to spend every minute trying to get the scheme down and get their scheme down and, and, uh, and, and then understand their players. And it's endless hours on that, trying to get that done. So... I don't go in that direction. I, I just, uh, you know, the guys, they read all your stuff. So, I mean, you know, they know. And in terms of play calling, um, Patrick mentioned about a week ago the idea that still wanting to take the deep shot when it's there. I'm just wondering when you face defenses that are playing such too high coverage, um, how that may change your willingness to call deeper shots or how you may change your tendency given that, that look. Yeah, so every defensive scheme you have to alter some of your calls and, do what you have to do, you know, to move the ball. And um, 
And so, but when given an opportunity, uh, if it's, you know, if it's a situation where it, it's equal to or dependent on the matchup, um, uh, you take the shot. You're, you're never going to get a shot unless you take a shot. So um, that's, you know, that's how we do. And then if you don't get it, then go get it the next time. So we're one of the better second down teams in, in football. Go get it then. Right? So um, that's, how, that's how we go. Andy, uh, well, you've been involved in a lot of close games. There's been a lot of them around the league as well. A lot of those games have involved big comebacks one way or the other. My question for you is, do you feel like no lead is safe? And I know you're a coach. You probably always felt that. But do you feel like no lead is safe more than ever, more than ever this year maybe? Yeah, I, listen, the league has strived like crazy, as you know, for the last how many ever years for parity in the league. I, I mean, I'm just looking at the way this season's gone with different teams, and it seems to me that there's a tremendous amount of parity in the league. I mean, everybody on every given weekend, every town, every city in the NFL has an opportunity to win a game. I mean, that's a great thing. It's, we're in it for the competition, and there's great competition. So I, I, I think you're seeing it right. What about the quarterback play? Do you feel like, generally speaking, the quarterback play is better in the NFL than it was? Yeah, no, I think they're throwing the ball. Kids are throwing the ball better uh, because they're doing it in college. They're doing it in high school. They're doing it in the peewee league. So it's, um, you know, that's. It's, I think it's great for the game. Coach, with uh, Kyle Long back in the mix, what's the reasonable expectation for him? And given you guys are set at guard, Will he be working a little bit at the tackle? Yeah, I mean, we have flex which is good. Um, I think it's just important right now that he kind of gets back in the swing and just gets a few opportunities to move around a little bit with, you know, doing football. Yeah, so that's kind of where we're at right now. A couple more guys. Andy, what about the one of your defenses playing you the optimism that they, you know, figured something out of you? Yeah. Um, uh, well, I've got to go back to that. Every week's a different week, we know. Um Great challenge this week, um, but I, I like it, the direction in which we're going. I, mean, I like that, um, and, and so we're getting better, and that's that, that's important as as we go here through this next half of the you know season. Last two, Coach, uh, the Raiders added the guy you're familiar with, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. Does he bring uh, <clears throat> Yeah, so very football smart. Um, can run. I mean, he's, I know he's old, but he's he can still run. And um, likes to play the game. Yeah. Last one, Todd. Yeah. Pretty high, high-profile taunting call in the Monday night game. I don't know if you were watching when that happened with with Bears. Have you had more conversations with your guys this year about that emphasis? Do you think it's been applied properly in most cases by the refs in the league? Yeah, I'm not going to comment on the officials. Oh, yes, the, yeah, that yeah, play, yeah. Generally, you have to have a message for your guys. I think they're doing about. great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Thank All you. All right. Good. He's in trouble for campus as he's a free agent, but uh, obviously reports uh, with uh, Odell Beckham having an uh, interest in the Chiefs. Uh, have they come to you? Have, they, have, have you put out a recruiting pitch to Odell to bring him to Kansas City? Would you like to have him here with the team? Yeah, I mean, for, I mean, obviously he's a really good football player uh, who's done a lot of great things in this league. Um, but uh, I'll, let, I'll leave that stuff up to, to Veach. I mean, he, he does a great job of bringing great players in. He's always – 
looking around and, and trying to see what he can do to make the team better. Um, and so I let him handle that, and I focus on the next the, this opponent this week and go out there and just try to play with whoever's on that field. So no recruiting on your part? I haven't been. They haven't reached out to me or anything like that to do any of that. So uh, I mean, I mean, obviously, obviously, I know that he's a talented player and everything like that, um, but. Uh, all you can do is focus on the day at hand, especially this season. And so for me, it's focusing on the best practice I can have right now um, and let that all handle itself. Patrick, you mentioned pretty early in the season, in the second or third game, about the key to be on the same page as receivers when you see a zone coverage. Where, where do you think you guys are with that? Yeah, I mean, I think I think we're still we're, we're still working through it, but we've we've done a great job of it in my entire career. I mean, it's not like we've never faced zone coverage before. We've usually been pretty pretty good against zone coverage this year. Not even this year, really. Just these last couple of weeks, we haven't had a couple of great weeks. Um, but we're I mean, we're excited for the opportunity to go up against a good football team this week. Um, and I'm sure they're going to play some similar coverages. Um, we we know uh, we've played against uh, Coach Bradley for a long time, and he had always has a great defense. Um, so we're excited for the challenge of going up there and trying to see a, a, a way to ha- have more positive results on a Sunday. And what's sort of the process of getting on them? Is it just, is it just in the film room that you watch a play and you sort of think through with, with the other guy and see what he's thinking? Like, what is that process? Yeah, I think you just go out to practice and you try to treat it as much like a game as possible. Uh, you go through the week of practice and try to have a great day every single day and great reps every single rep. And then uh, when you get to game day, you let it handle itself. Um, obviously, it's it's been bad these last few weeks. It hadn't been the way that you've been accustomed to us seeing, but it's no different than what we were doing at the beginning of the year when we were having success. So um, I, I, if I had a bet on it, I bet we'd kind of figure it out here soon, and hopefully this week is the first week of taking that step. Are teams doing more <laughs> disguising their zones and making you think it's one thing? Is, it, is that evolving a little bit as you've gotten through the league? I mean, not necessarily. Um, I mean, so every team kind of has their own little thing that they do here and there, but it's a lot of the same defenses that we've seen all year long. Um, it's just it comes down to execution, um, and I've, I keep saying it over and over again, but when you don't execute in this league, uh, you don't score points. Um, and you've seen that these last few weeks, and you saw the weeks when we were executing, we were scoring points. So um, I think that's just on us to go out there and execute at a higher level, starting with me. I know you talked about, you all talk about immediately after the game what you should have done or what you could have done in the game to play better. But when you go back and look at look on film, like you looked at the film from, have you looked at the film from, from Sunday's game? Yeah. What is it that you're seeing that that's contributing to the fact that you all are struggling so much offensively over the last few weeks? Yeah, I mean, some go back to it. It's, ex- it's execution. I mean, there's plays where guys are open that I'm not that I, I'm not hitting. Um, there's plays here and there that we we haven't made a play happen. Um, but uh, I mean, it, that, that's that's it. At the end of the day, we we are, we're calling plays. Guys are getting open. I got to find those guys, get it to them, and they got to catch the ball and and move the chains. At the end of the day, and so. Uh, it's um it's it's a thing where it starts with me. I got to be better. Uh, I understand that, um, but uh, I trust in the guys that they're gonna they're gonna make plays happen. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep throwing in the ball, and when we run it, I know we have the offensive line and the running backs to do that as well. You were asked after the game about that play uh, from the second quarter where you took that shot down the field mm-hmm. to, to Hardman, um, and you talked about how you felt about that. And you you change your feelings about that after looking at the video and thinking about it for a couple of days. Do you you feel any differently about that particular play? I mean, obviously it didn't work, so I, I would rather I'd rather have thrown it to probably Trav since he was open and got a completion. But uh, I mean, I'm gonna take shots. I mean, we we've been the last few years. I've taken those shots and they've worked. I've taken those shots and they haven't worked, and we've still been able to find ways to score points. So. Um, that, that drive ended up stalling out after that one. So when you look back at it, it uh, definitely is something that you would have probably thrown it to someone else. But uh, I, whenever I got a guy uh, with a chance downfield, I'm going to give him a chance to make a play.
Patrick, Josh Gordon's been here for a few games now, and, and he tweeted after he, he needs to be better. What do you think's been the biggest obstacle to kind of get him going a little bit here? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just stuff hasn't worked out his way. I think it's been the entire offense. So he kind of came into uh, the situation. We all kind of been stalling out, starting with me. So, uh, I mean, uh, I think he'll, he'll be incorporated more and more as we keep keep going. Uh, we'll try to find ways to get him the football. I'll try to find ways to get him some easier completions where he's not having to make a tough catch over the middle with a guy on his back, uh, the first completion f- uh, target for him in the game. Um, so, uh, I mean, he has the talent. He, he works his tail off, and I know he'll be, he'll be a big part of this offense uh, here soon. Patrick, I knew nothing was ever easy, but the, the first two seasons, three seasons as a starter, everything seemed to come easier. Is there a different kind of mental challenge for you with, with the way things have gone now, if it's not coming as fast or easy? Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, there's a there's a challenge, and we didn't start the season that we the way we wanted to. Um, but I think these last few weeks have showed that we can win in different ways. The defense is playing good, uh, special teams playing good, um, and and we're doing enough as an offense right now. And I think that that comes with the adversity we've we've kind of went through with the last few seasons. Um, we lo- we learned how to win games whenever it's not pretty. Um, and so obviously, offensively, we want to play better. Um, but at the end of the day, I'd rather win and play not great offensively than like we had earlier in the season where we played a lot of good games offensively and lost. I mean, it's, you want to play as a team, and I think that's the biggest thing. And you see now with the defense, how they're playing, how the special team's playing offensively, if we can just continue to get better and better each and every week, that this team will, will be, be where we want to be at the end of the season. Within yourself, too, though, do you feel any different sort of mental challenge just in terms of whether – I don't know whether it's pushing it versus um, you know taking what's there. Is that is that different for you now? No, not necessarily. I mean, I think uh, these last few weeks have been big for me because even though. I've taken some shots here and there. I've learned that we can punt the ball and back the back the team up, and defense is going to make stops. And I think that's something that's that's big for me individually because I've always wanted to be that someone that scores every single drive. And I still have that mindset of when I hit the field, I want to score touchdowns. Um, but to know that we have that defense that's going to go out there and stop them, and Tommy's going to pin them inside the ten yard line, and we're going to get the ball back. And then whenever we do have that drive at the end of the game, we're going to make it happen. That's something that's you got to learn as a quarterback in this league. Yeah, I mean, you said it, man. I mean, when you play the Raiders, especially when you go to their place, I mean, it's a it's a different it's a different atmosphere. Uh, I'm excited that I know Chiefs fans will be there supporting us, and they always they always travel well. Um, but there's a different attitude. There's a different mentality to these games against uh, against the Raiders. And obviously with them kind of tied in first place in the division, we understand it's a huge week for us, and we have to treat each and every day extremely important. And so today at practice, we got to go and really detail the details and, and make sure that we're ready to go so that by the end of the week, uh, we can go out there, play free, play fast, and try to find a way to win a game. We'll go last three guys, Nate, Matt, and then Steve. Go ahead, Nate. Uh, Patrick, with so much discussion about long passes, Eventually, you're going to connect on one. Mm-hmm. So just what will it mean for you and the rest of the offense when that happens and how that might change the, the complexion of where the offense goes forward? Yeah, I mean, I think in, just in general, even when we're not connecting on them, it still kind of tells that defense that they have to back up and it opens up stuff mm-hmm. underneath. I mean, um, taking those shots during the game, even if they're not connecting, it kind of puts that a little bit of fear in the defense to know they can't start coming up. They can't start uh, jumping some of our routes. Um, and so obviously, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be nice when we complete one of these. We haven't completed one in a couple weeks here. Um, but either way, I think taking those shots 
and uh, having those opportunities at the right time in the right place uh, will continue to open up the offense more and more as the game goes on. What's it say about you guys as an offense that you came through in the end and just like an awesome play? Can you guys build off that moving forward, do you think? Yeah, I think so for sure. And I think it just shows that when guys, when we need to make a play, guys are going to step up and make plays. I mean, that, that entire last play, how the offensive line blocked, how Jarek McKinnon stepped up and hit a, a big linebacker and basically looked like an offensive line, because of how he was holding it down up there up front. Um, and then Tyreek coming back to the ball, making a tough catch and taking a hit. I mean, it shows that when it comes down to it, uh, that whole entire drive, guys stepped up, made plays, and, and we were able to find a way to win the game with the football. Last question. That play, that was classic. You right at the end of the game, you rolling out to your right and playing it to Tyreek. Is that a sigh of relief for you that, like, hey, I can still do it? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I've, I've known that I still have that in me. Uh, obviously, it hadn't happened these last few weeks. Um, but uh, I, I trust that uh, myself, uh, the guys that we have on this offense, that we can, we can do what we want to do. We just have to go out there and do it. Um, and that, that takes practice. It takes execution. That takes belief in each other. And I think we all, we all still have that. Thanks, Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels. But now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between so you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected, and 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You just heard from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid and quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Now we'll hear from tackle Orlando Brown Jr. and defensive tackle Derek Nottie. Most half of the season now, almost. I, I wonder if, if uh, you could describe what it's like to block for Patrick and pass blocking and how... How that adjustment's gone for everybody? Yeah, oh man, it's it's been a lot of fun playing here, man. I I really, really just enjoying uh, getting better, playing within the system, uh, especially as a tackle. Uh, it's something that you know it's a ton of one-on-one blocks, man, and uh, you know blocking for Pat specifically is great. You know, at what what he's able to do with the football, you know, by itself, man, is 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 awesome, and you know it definitely gives you a little extra motivation as an offensive lineman playing for him. Are you guys? Still learning each other to some degree in terms of just where the yeah. pocket's going to be, where he's going to go, things like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, man. You know, there'll definitely always be growth. Uh, you know, I'm I'm constantly focused on trying to get better each and every week, each and every day. Orlando, you uh, obviously started your career in Baltimore, so Raiders week doesn't mean that much to you. But mm-hmm. how do you do that when you come to a new team? 
get indoctrinated to that you're supposed to hate this division rival, and this was probably like Steelers Week. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, you know, on every level, man, you know, no matter high school, college, little league, you know, you got your rivalry games. And so, uh, you know, you kind of understand big picture and what it's going to take, man. But um, I'm just looking, I'm looking for the opportunity to compete. You know, when you look into rivalry games, digging too deep and too far into them, I feel like you, you know, you kind of ride the emotional roller coaster when you get out there. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm approaching it just like every other Sunday. You know what I mean? And especially with it being prime time, man, I'm just super excited for the opportunity to play in this league on a Sunday night. I don't know how much you take into account pro football focus, but they gave you the highest grade of any player in last week's game. I just wonder in week nine what's worked for you and how much did the early portion of the season sort of lead to your performance on Sunday? Yeah, um, man, honestly, man, I grade myself, you know, and I, I'm, I'm my biggest critic. And, um, you know, it's a ton of different things I've been focusing on and, and trying to get better. Uh, you know, I, I just, like I said, like I spoke to you guys before, man, I just want to continue to grow as a player. Um, you know, it's, it's been a ton of different stuff that I've, I've been working on, uh, trying to get better each and every week to help us win games. Is there, is there one sort of example where you said early on yeah. in this now feels better? Is there an example that comes to mind? Yeah, man, honestly, you know, all of it really, you know what I mean? That's that's my focus, man, is just, you know, bringing it all together, you know what I mean? Pass pro, run game, screens, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever coach asks me to do, just doing it to the best of my abilities and continually getting better at it. Now that the Chiefs defense uh, is getting much more healthier with the addition of Melvin Ingram, how do you think that going up against that, you know, the D line with you know Ingram, Clark, Jones is going to help you in the rest of the offensive line going further? Yeah, man, a lot, man, a lot. You know, Melvin is a great player. Uh, he's been very successful and productive throughout his career. And, uh, you know, I think he showed a little bit on Sunday what he's capable of, man. And as he gets more comfortable within the system and with the guys around him, I mean, the sky's the limit. No, how does his addition help, help the offensive line, like you said, make you all better as you, pursue, as you go further? Yeah, um, I mean, it definitely helps practicing against good talent uh, always, man. Uh, you know, what he brings to the table is a lot of versatility and how he rushes and the different rush moves he can do. He can do. Um, you know, which definitely helps you out, get better. On the final offensive play when you guys converted to third down, Jarrett McKinnon had a pretty incredible block. I wonder <laughs> if you saw that and what you thought. What you yeah, thought yeah, man, I actually heard it. Uh, I, was, uh, yeah, I, was, I was blocking my guy, and I just I heard a loud, loud noise to the right outside of my helmet, man. And, uh, you know, I didn't know what the heck happened, but, I mean, but once I saw the film, I was like, wow, you know what I mean? But just somebody that's going to stick his nose in there, man, he's a tough dude. Okay, thanks, Orlando. Yep, no problem. Thank you. Uh, well, going back to what we do, I feel like it's all about consistency. Uh, I feel like as long as we keep stacking uh, good plays, consistent effort, we'll be fine. Why do you think that's, that's come to fruition over the past couple of weeks here? Um, I mean, this is, the NFL is a long, long process, a marathon, so I feel like it takes a lot of time. It's a lot of repetition. It takes a lot of um, mistakes at times, a lot of errors to really correct them and keep learning forward and keep moving forward. It's all about correcting and improving. Anything you noticing differently about early in the season in terms of defending the run versus now that has made you guys be more of a unit in terms of stopping, you know, some of these better running backs, Derrick Henry, AJ Dillon, obviously Aaron Jones. I feel like it all goes back to us really just gelling as a defense. Um, in the beginning of the year, it's always going to be a little shaky at times. Sometimes, as the year progresses, um, you see more improvement. You see more 
found improved technique. Uh, I think it just goes back to just the guys keep working, you know. You've obviously been around Jaron for half a season now. Just what have you noticed from him, and uh, can you notice any difference in terms of his level of comfort and just how he's playing uh, as each week has kind of gone along? Uh, with Jaron, I really feel, feel like uh, it's more – He's a real team guy trying to see how us as a D-line, how as a defense can really improve. Um, I feel like with him, he's more he's a real student in the game, trying to find out what we can do to add more improvement in our D-line as a defense. He just keeps learning and learning, trying to help us do, be better. In this last week, what have you learned about Melvin Ingram as a teammate? Uh, well, me personally, I've, I'm not. It's hard for me. I'm not that much of a talker when I'm, I'm working. Y'all know that. But um, he's a cool guy. Um, he throws in some uh, some nuggets here and there. Uh, he's more of a, from what I'm seeing, he's a man of action. You see what he does and try to learn from it. Chris played more three technique than he probably had all season uh, the other day. What's he think about that? Uh, I feel like it's more, again, it's more game plan. I feel like Chris. As a team player, he is. He's he's willing and able to help out whatever it is to help the defense um, progress. So I'm pushing him back to three tech. Have um, Ingram outside. If it's best for the team, I feel like he'll do his best to do his job. You know. Yeah, I two off the field uh, things. You're involved with Casey Pet Project again. Um, why has that been um, your your point of being involved in the community um, in Kansas City? Um, I mean, with me being helping out in Kansas City, I always. Going back to what I've always learned is always take care of uh, home first. Being that I'm living in Kansas City right now, I treat it as my home, so I always try to do anything I can involving the the community. Um, with KC Pet Projects, uh, again, it just goes back to where I, why I wanted to do it. It went back to shoot, it went back to my first dog Rocky when I first got him. He was real timid, a lot of issues with uh, the uh, the breeder, and I always just felt bad for him. So helping out at KC Pet Project, giving these animals a second chance to find a true home, it just it's always just had a special place in my heart. Um, can you just tell us more about that, that the one dog, um, you said Rocky was the same. What, what happened with that? Um, when I first got him, um, for a while I learned from the breeder. He was a very timid dog. Uh, for reasons, he, the breeder didn't want his dogs around people because he was worried about there were people stealing them. So like when he was younger, everything scared him from cars, noises, anything. Like the reason why I called him Rocky, if you tried to pet him when he was a, bo- a puppy, he'll bob and weed just like him. So you know, so like with him, I always just feel, always been you know, try kind of treat him like a project because I always try to slowly you know, get him into like getting you know more socially with other people. This, these days now, you will never suspect this happy-go-lucky dog. Like, dude's weird. I don't know. He'll, like, I come home, like, he's jumping to my face. I open the door, boom. Bah! I'm like, bro, calm down. How you, uh, how you doing? Running up down the stairs, go grab a toy. It's like, I got it. I got him. All right, cool, cool. Happy as, happy as it can be, you know. Adam had asked you a little bit about Chris playing more inside, but you know specifically against the Packers, when you had Chris inside and you got Melvin coming on the outside, was there was there a different energy? I mean, did it feel a little bit different having Chris back in there? Um. Chris back in there. Uh, I mean, I felt like, I mean, personally, I, I feel it's all the same. It's just all about game plan. Um, Chris has normally been a three tech for before, you know, so he's cool being down there. It felt cool, you know, having all those type of guys on the line. It felt strong.
You guys have been generating a ton of pressure the last two weeks, specifically last week, like on half of Jordan's dropbacks, you guys generated pressure. How much fun have you guys been having just getting that pressure on the quarterback the last two weeks? Man, it, it fun. It's fun when we get to you get the job done. It's a little fresh when we miss our, our layups. Like, like for instance, when my when I missed the opportunity, I was so frustrated. I was so frustrated. <laughs> but it goes it goes back to just keep keep working, keep striving for improvement. You know. Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data, which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS VIA, the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com slash V-I-Y-A. Support for this show comes from Vanta. Dealing with loads of spreadsheets, juggling different tools, and having to do manual security checks, it can be a headache to keep up with today's compliance and security programs. Vanta is the trust management platform that wants to simplify things and bring all your trust-building efforts under one roof making growth smoother for your whole organization. Vanta lets you automate up to 90% of compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001, HIPAA, and more. Strengthen security posture and reduce third-party risk. Get $1,000 off Vanta when you go to vanta.com slash vox. That's V-A-N-T-A dot com slash vox for $1,000 off Vanta.